Welcome to Spritz and Scrums, a podcast by three Benetton fans with a love for Aperol and all things Rugby Italiano. In this emergency episode, we scramble together to go over Italy's 46-man pre-World Cup squad that Kieran Crowley released today. Right, let's go, guys. Well, only us because Coach isn't here yet. I don't know how it's taken him 40 minutes to do a 20-minute walk. Oh, he's here. <laughs> right, so, context. We're scrambling together um, because Coach happens to be in London today and we were going to meet for a nice little drink before it, Eddie's Italian class. Um, and then Kieran Crowley released his pre-World Cup training squad and we thought, let's scramble together to release a quick reaction episode to that. So I'm now just filling some space while uh, Eddie goes to get coach. Um, But we've got spritzes. We haven't won anything, but it feels like, you know, it's something worth celebrating, looking ahead to the World Cup now that the seasons, uh, various seasons that are of interest to us are over. We are recording this in... um, the Groucho Club in Soho. Um, we've managed to find a quiet room, um, which is kind of incredible at 6pm. Uh, you'd think it would all be very busy. So if you do hear noises, apologies, there's nothing we can do about that. Also, my editing will be presumably easier because we're all recording on one mic. Um, so yes, we're going for it. Here we go. They're here. <laughs> so the issue is that Eddie has an Italian class that he needs to leave for in... I mean, in... 25. No, no, ma che? 35. Ciao, coach. Hello. You look nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's been so too far for you guys. <laughs> yeah, bought... but we needed to find a quiet room. <laughs> we bought you a spritz. The listeners cheers. really give a shit. Right, cheers. Cheers, guys. Um, he's not a Londoner, so a 20-minute uh, a journey took him significantly longer. But that's okay. Right, we are recording. We're live. Oh. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> squad's been announced, and there's some big news in it. Obviously, the first thing is that Sergio is not in it. I don't know if you read, Coach, that actually Kieran Crowley went to Toulon to talk to him about his decision. Did he? Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, took it very seriously. And from what we've read, it appears that Crowley has said the decision is purely technical, which I believe means it's done on skills and merit. I think that's bullshit because we'll look into this in a second. But there's no way that you omit a Sergio Parise based on how good they are, but then bring with you a Luca BG. Yeah, but this is a different position, isn't it? I understand it's a different position. So it's entirely different. But you've got enough hookers to fill the Luca BG role. But Luca BG probably isn't going to get on the plane, and we'll come back to that. Right. Um, but yeah, so Sergio's missing, and we'll come to the back row. We'll go through all this in depth. But the next. Big news is that Paolo Odogwu and Dino Lam are both in the squad. Harlequins and currently Paolo Odogwu is at Stade Francais, I believe. Stade Francais, formerly of Wasps. Um, They're players that, if you remember, Paolo Odogwu was put in the England squad by Eddie Jones and then never played. And since then, it's sort of a will-he-won't-he 
what's going on there. We thought, everyone thought, that his days of potentially playing for Italy were over since he went to Stade Francais when it appeared like Benetton wanted him. But the fact that he's been listed on this, is the door still open for him to go to Benetton at the end of the season? Who knows? But he is down in the World Cup pre-squad, and so is Dino Lamb of Harlequins. Will Dino get on the plane? Is Dino at a level to get on the plane? To be decided, to be discussed. There's also, we forget another, well, there's a couple of other debutants. I know nothing about Paolo Buonfiglio, who plays for Zebre currently, who is obviously a debutante. Very highly regarded. Is he? Mm Mm-hmm. Good, very good. And then, of course, we've got Martin Pagerello, who is at Stade Toulousain. He's a scrum half who plays for Toulouse. So, out of this pre-World Cup squad of, I think, 46 players, mm-hmm. from what I've counted, 21 are from Benetton, 10 are from Zebre, 6 are from the top 14 in France, 6 are from the Premiership, 2 are from Super Rugby, and 1 is from the French Pro D2. See, Alan's in it. <laughs> Alan is in it. Does that make you happy? Top of the list as well. <laughs> That's because it's done alphabetically. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not no. done based on his faves. <laughs> Did you know, though, if I may, um, Alan has by far and away the most caps of anyone on that list of 46. I was looking over it and he's got about 70-something caps. The closest, second closest, are all in the 40s, which are kind of Sebastian Negri's, um, etc., who have been around what feels for a very long time. But Tommaso Allen has been along, around for a lot, lot longer. So I, we- I wonder as well, with him playing at Harlequins, whether he will have been, you know, chatting to Dino Lamb, telling him you should really open yourself up to Italy. I think there's a possibility of that. I think there's also a possibility of that with Paolo Adogwu, obviously formerly of Wasps, and I think runs a fashion company with the now Benetton fly half Jacob Umaga. It's quite possible that he's been talking to Jacob, and Jacob says, you know what, you'll like these guys and you'll like it in Italy. Uh, So go play for the Italian national side, and then who knows? Of course Eddie would know that he has a fashion line. He's just desperate for any stash, any stash he can get. I think (laughs) their company would be perfect for our spritz and scrums. Stash. He plays for Italy. Jacob plays in Italy. It's a match made in heaven. So we'll try and get them on. What's it called? I think it's called Composure Club. Definitely worth an email. Well, we're going to push it hard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So. (laughs) Which is what? Which is, I don't know. It's only in Italy that you feel... Allora, non voglio essere tardi per mio lezione. Per la mia lezione. Per la mia lezione. Bravo. Andiamo. Allora, Piloni, the props. So, in the props, we have Filippo Longhi from Benetton, Paolo Bonfiglio from Zebre, uh, Cicerelle from Brieve in France, um, Ferrari from Benetton, Fischetti from London Irish, Ivan Neymar from Benetton, who's available after the 1st of July. Uh, Nokara from Zebra Palma, Riccioni from Saracens, and Zani from Benetton. Not all of them will be getting on the plane, not any of these players. In any position, not all of them will be getting on the plane. There's some newcomers there in Nocera and Buonfilio. 
neither of them capped. Both of them at Zebre, um, which, you know, I think is interesting with a prop. Presumably they're both very young. I don't know their ages, but I assume they're both quite young. Um, and Kieran's bringing them along because he sees promise. My only thing is with young props, they need time to mm. develop. So I don't know whether they'll get on the plane. That's what's quite exciting, actually, about this selection, right? There's 46 of them. You can only take 33, which is still a few more than previous World Cups, which mm-hmm. was 31. So 33, so presumably about a third or so are not getting picked at the end of all of this. But that's quite exciting for us, right? It's like, oh, and what's it going to whittle down to? Who's going to make the cut? Who's not going to make the cut? Because you kind of think, in years gone by, there was that sort of complacency that a lot of Italy players had of like, well, I'm just going to get picked because there's nobody else. And now you look through all of these positions and you go, wow, there's real competition at all of them. Real competition. The only slight segue to that would be that there are a few of these players who have been injured almost all of 2023. And so they're on this list. Nothing wrong with them being on this list of 46, but they will need to find their form quickly if they're going to get on the plane. But all the people who were injured are of a very, very high calibre. And if they weren't injured, would have been shoo-ins for the squad. So I don't think it's a massive risk having them here. The only player who unfortunately is injured and isn't available to be on this list is Jake Pelledri, who apparently has relapsed his shoulder injury and needs surgery again so he can't get any luck uh we wish him all the best and we hope to see him soon but hopefully he'll be ready for when zebra start their season now with these props um we haven't really done the maths because it you sh- it should be relatively easy to work out how many of these one two three four five six seven eight nine names um will actually end up getting on the plane i assume six it depends on the configuration yes, of the squad depend. and how many forwards to backs Now, if I were to pick six of these just myself off of what we've seen so far, I'd go Ferrari, Fischetti, Riccioni, Zani, Alonji, and oh, Nemer is, is right. back, guys. Nemer is contentious, but he's back. And we need to forgive and forget and move on. Yeah, well, is it really for us? Look, it's difficult. We, I don't, we, okay, fuck we, it. We, knew we have to talk about to it. the elephant in the room. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> what? what is it, coach? There's four scrum halves on this list. Why is there four scrum halves on this <laughs> We've list? come to that. We'll come to that in a bit. <laughs> How have we got four? <laughs> we don't have one. We'll come to that in a bit. No, the bigger elephant in the room, oh, Coach. Yeah. The bigger elephant in the room, well, which is... Coach has rightly so blocked it from his memory. He's he forgotten it ever happened. But there was, all day, guys. there was an event that happened at Christmas, yeah. which resulted in somebody not being available until this list has been released. Yeah. For anyone not listening, name a horrific racist action carried out by him. Was he stupid? Is he a terrible, terrible person? I don't know. I've never met the guy. I have to leave it up to the people who are actually in charge of making these decisions. He is going through the processes of doing what he's supposed to do to prove he's not an absolute dick. And if he does that and they decide that he's actually not as bad as that action made him seem, then he should be getting on the plane. He is one of the best uh, loose head props that Italy have but obviously should only be picked if he's actually remorseful, has actually learnt. Yeah. And again, we're not in a place to... To judge that. But, you know, as long as everyone in the squad feels comfortable and he is, he has learnt, then, you know, there is, in my opinion, grounds for forgiving 
and yeah. moving on. I think in Squid Rugby's video of top 100 rugby moments of the decade, I think three of them were him. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, the, Let's have a look at the hookers. The hookers. Luca Bigi. <laughs> Enough said. Well, if I may, this is what I'm saying. I don't understand how. There's a list of hookers that we're about to read out. All of them very good. All of them very capable. Ditch Luca Bigi. Have four hookers instead of the five. Well, yes, but we and could... And pick Sergio but we for could, the squad. We could tell you. So the, Luke, the hookers we've got, Luca Bigi, Fiverr, who is formerly of Benetton, went to Worcester Warriors, obviously tragedy struck there, and now has found his feet at the Hurricanes in Super Rugby in New Zealand, and is doing very well there. Lucchese, the Benetton hooker, who would be the Italy number two, absolutely, but has been injured and is just coming back from injury. Manfredi, who plays for Zebre, hugely talented, has got one cap for Italy, and Nicotera, who is at the minute the Benetton number two. He's excellent. So from that list, BG has infinitely more caps than anyone else. He's got 46 caps. Fiverr's got five. Lucchese's got 17. Manfredi's got one. Nicotera's got 12. So definitely worth having him around the squad. Hmm. But I don't think he gets on that plane. And then it's a real arm wrestle. They're not going to take four hookers. It's a real arm wrestle for who else gets on that plane. Lucchese is amazing. But... Hasn't, hasn't played, played forever. Yeah, I mean, for me, Fiverr should be a shoe in for getting on that plane. I'm so glad that he's back um, with the team. Uh, Manfredi, potential, but I would say still a little bit young. And actually, I think Nicotero's had a great season at Benetton filling in for Lucchese. I, I would say we haven't missed him as much as I worried that we would miss him yeah. when he got injured. Yeah. So there's some solid hookers there. Interesting thing to say about Fiverr, obviously, is Fiverr, just like Monte Ioni, is qualified to play for Italy because he played at Benetton for so long. And it's interesting that Italy have joined the modern day and age where they are still allowing these players to play for Italy even after they've left Benetton and gone elsewhere. I was there for Fiverr's debut against Uruguay. <laughs> Came into the bar, I gave him a round of applause. The entire bar joined in and gave him a round of applause because he scored on his debut with his Italy scrum cap. It was actually a really special moment, you applauding him and everyone bursting into applause because loads of the players were coming through into the bar and no one really noticed. And then you yeah. saw him and gave him this huge round of applause as usual in an Eddie Evans voice. Don't give them my name. <laughs> Whatever, I've got two names. <laughs> yes, and when he had his debut, who was the hooker sitting next to us? Mm, Giraldini. Giraldini. And he turned around to the people sitting next to him, and obviously I was eavesdropping, hoping they'd give me some stash. He turned around <laughs> to the people next to him when Fiverr walked in, and he said, he is the only good thing to come out of today, the fact yeah. that he had been capped. Because it was a shit game. It was a shit game, but Italy won it. And then the Uruguay team stayed in our hotel and they were they drunk. They did! And it was like a, a school rugby tour or something. They pissed off their faces, running up and down the corridors, doing dares. Yeah, it was Gosh. ridiculous. It was a real shit, shit hotel as well. <laughs> uh, second row. Second row. We have Big Canone for Benetton. We have Yakitsi for Van in the Pro D2 of France, the second division of French rugby, but is coming to Benetton next season. Uh, Dino Lamb of Harlequins, uncapped. 
Federico Rutza of Benetton, 41 caps. David Sisi of Zebre, 27 caps. And Andrea Zambonin, Zebre Palmer on two caps. Right, guys, again, I've, I've, I apologise to any Zebre fans who listen to us. I just don't, I don't know why we're still picking David Sisi. Well, it's because of his great work off the ball. Okay. Look, I don't have any problem, major issue with David Cici. It's not. I don't think David Cici is not in the Luca Bigi camp. David Cici. I always just looked at him. I've looked at him and looked at the other players he's playing opposite, and gone. Is he really an international quality threat? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that, more often than not, is no. No. But is he still one of the best you've got to be seen? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but what happens? Because for this, I would say, you know, Big Kenone and Rutza probably take four and five. And then Yakitsi's on the bench. But if anything happens to one of them, well, then David Cece's probably getting the nod. I don't know. For Dino me- Lamb, how good is Dino Lamb? Yeah. Yet to be seen. Sure. Uh, but still hugely exciting. And we will say it really shows how good the signals coming out of Italy are that the fact that players like Dino Lam and Adogwu are finally painting their colours to the mark and going out, we will wear blue, we will commit to Italy. You don't do that to a team which you don't think is going places. Absolutely. And I like that Italy um, have, alongside that, pushed this thing of, yeah, but you don't just come to us because we're your option B. You come to us because you want to be Italian, you want to play for Italy, you want to represent Italy. And they will have sensed that, right? They'll have scouted them out, they'll have sensed that they want to come for the right reasons. We'll see how good he is. For me, the issue that I have with David Susi is that he is, when I talk about those players who for years were just like, mm, yeah, I'll just get picked for Italy because there's no one else. He, for me, is a little bit of that. I don't follow Zebra very closely. I think, you know, he's captained them a lot. So he there must be something quite inspirational about him. I'm sure he's probably not what I've just said he is um, in that he kind of just sits there and gets by on. Well, he's not going to carry the ball like Canone or Ruzza, but he can bring something else. Look, I think he is of that generation of Italian players. I don't want to name any names to other players and be mean to them, but there were a bunch of players in that time who weren't of international quality. I think he's a step up from lots of them, but he's going to have to fight very hard to get on the pitch. I think he'll probably get on the plane, but whether he ever gets oh. on the pitch or not, that's something else. Because you think we'll, we'll be taking four second rows, presumably? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. It depends on the... Because I think Yakitsi can also play set back row as well. Can't Pettinelli play second row? I swear I've seen him Maybe. play Maybe, we'll get row. to that. Okay, moving now, on Moving then. on. Uh, because we're not discussing who they're actually going to finally take. We're just discussing this list of 46. Yeah, that's for another pod. <laughs> Don't give them everything at once. The back row. Obviously, we've mentioned that Sergio Parise isn't in it. We have... <clears throat> Baby Canone of Benetton, Favretto of Benetton, Halafihi of Benetton, Lamaro of Benetton, Negri of Benetton, Petinelli of Benetton, and Zuliani <laughs> of Benetton. They're the back rows in the squad. Guys, I know we mentioned it at the beginning, but how do you watch a game like Toulon Benetton and not pick Parise to at least come to the fucking training camp? Well, well I think we need to know more about this talk that they've had with Crowley. This is very. Yeah, you want the scoop. And very. Italian. They had a dinner meeting, I imagine. <laughs> and he's one wore a hat, probably Parise, because he's bold. But who... Who wined and dined who? Who wined and dined who? Who, <laughs> who wanted what out of which? Well, I... Right, well, because, actually, before this squad was released, 
Parise came out and made a statement recently about the fact that he was hearing voices that internally in the Italy management team, there were people who weren't too keen on him rejoining the squad. This came out maybe a couple of days ago and I made a note of it that we um, we would definitely want to discuss that. But apparently his his worries were correct because then this squad was released and he's not in it. And all I have is an article from On Rugby. You should follow them if you don't. Uh, saying that they spoke to Kieran Crowley and he said that he went too long to tell Parise he wouldn't be picked. But who knows? Injuries happen, things happen. And also, you know, a week is a long time in politics. A week is a long time in rugby. In a week's time, there's going to be lots of pictures and videos of Sergio Parise lifting the Challenge Cup miles up into the sky. Everyone talking about how amazing he is. And so even though he's not in this initial squad, that door may not be firmly shut. Well, this is what came out five days ago. He said, Ho la sensazione che non tutti siano d'accordo sulla mia presenza in squadra. I have the feeling that not everyone is okay with my presence in the squad. I mean, the fact that he had those feelings and then he said, or Kieran Crowley said that he's gone too long to talk to him about it. For me, it's not even about Sergio fucking playing. If you're not... I think now is the time to be picking him. Maybe don't even put him on the plane. But pick him now so he can go to these training camps. You can see how he gels. You can see if he's imparting knowledge on this incredible back row of young, really eager, really talented players, but who could so do with the experience of him. Why aren't you just giving him the opportunity to join? We'll see. We'll see. And we'll see if the coaching side of it as well, because he's already doing some coaching at Toulon. Apparently, he's the coach of the Toulon line-out already. We shall see. As it stands, it is a Benetton back row through and through. In that, Halafihi hasn't really played any rugby. He's been injured. Petanelli also struggled to get on the pitch. So I don't think there'll be many surprises there. Moving on to scrum half. What do you have to say about this, coach? I don't know why we've got four when we've only got one realistic scrum half. So... (laughs) I don't know why there's more than two. Because <laughs> they've got to train. You've got to call them. they're going to train. <laughs> Scrum halves don't get injured. Do I they... got injured. What, when did you get injured? I broke my back. Yeah. How did you break your back? As a scrum half? It was a line-out, scrappy ball. Yeah. I dived on it. And then uh, the team we were playing against just had, unfortunately, one of their team members had died. So they were all sort of really up for <gasps> it. Really up for it. Amateur rugby up for it. You know, they've got no control. <gasps> But they're super passionate. And then this uh, dude just jumped on me and landed on his knee on my lower back. And I tore 30% of the muscle on my back and I cracked two vertebrae and um, some ribs. But thanks for remembering that. that. (laughs) You were on the pitch and we did live with each other at the time. Was I playing that game? You must have been. I remember coming back and seeing you with your leg up. Why was my leg up? I injured my back. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was such a blur. Right. So, so the anyway. scrum halves occasionally get injured. The four scrum halves that we've picked so far are Fusco, Baby Gobisi, Martin Pagerello, and Stephen Varney. Now, in answer to part of your question, Coach, Pagerello has been picked because he not only plays scrum half, he also plays wing and fullback. Can do. And for people listening who don't recognise that name, he is the Toulouse third scrum half and is eligible to play for Italy. He was brought into the squad a little bit during the Six Nations, but as yet is uncapped. But he's exciting. And I think it's the versatility that Crowley is sort of pinning on him. 
the fact that he can play various positions. From what we heard in the in the interview with Crowley, it looks like he's probably getting on the plane because yeah. he talks about how important versatility is when you have to pick a, a squad for a World Cup. Obviously, Stephen Varney was the number nine for Italy during the Six Nations. Behind him with Fusco. Fusco started against Scotland. That's Zebre Palmer's scrum half. He's decent, so... He's very good. Alessandro Garbisi's got a lot of work to do, I think, to get on that plane. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're going to leave one it'll, at this stage, I mean, we'll see what happens, but at this stage... I think it will probably be him who doesn't get picked. But I think it will be a fight between him and Pedrello. But the fact that Pedrello can play these other positions as well and adds that extra depth and versatility, I think... It's important, especially when you think there's a squad of 33 that are going to end up on the plane. And of those 33, 19 or 20 of them are going to be forwards. So really, you're left with 13 backs that you can pick. 13, max 14. So you need versatility where possible. Moving on, fly half. We have Tommaso Allen, 71 caps. Giacomo Dare, 1 cap. And Paolo Garbisi, 24 caps. Also in the centres, we have Leonardo Marin for Benetton, who also can play fly half as well. Now what's interesting there is obviously Dare has not had much game time this season uh, neither has Marin um, in fact Marin is still injured for a while he won't be joining the camp anyway for a little bit I read he'll be available in July August maybe I'm guessing all three of them will end up on the plane right unless you'd put Marin at fly half and take off Durer yeah because Allen would come for versatility Garbisi's obviously nailed on Durer yeah I guess you need him there is a player that's not on this list which the Freemasons are very angry about Montemauri who plays in the top 10, a young fly half. Apparently he's absolutely brilliant. He's going to Zebre next year. And the way people talk about him, he's the next Garbisu. That's great. And I, I haven't watched enough of him to comment. But like, there's a big difference between playing top 10 rugby and playing World Cup rugby. But apparently he's making everyone in the top 10 look like dickheads. Great. Well, apparently I can't he's... wait. I can't wait. What's the fantasy there that he's he goes to training, he smashes it so well that he walks on against New Zealand and... As a dream game. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, because it's a World Cup squad. Yeah. Um, but he'd probably learn a lot. He was brought in, he was this good, he was brought in to the Six Nations squads, but never played. Mm. Obviously, we didn't play him. But yeah. he, he, he was brought in to this Italy Six Nations oh. camp while playing in the top 10, which is the Italian top domestic league. Okay. Um, well, look, I think so, realistically, if he's young, he'll be around in four years' time for the next World Cup. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's still playing at top 10 so level. If he's that good, why is well, that's the question. That's exactly what that. That's that's one cap for Benetton. No, not one cap for Benetton. One cap. I mean, one cap, but he plays a Benetton. Yeah. Yeah, and also he hasn't played much this year. So actually, no, I mean, him well, that, and Marin haven't. Well, really that's played. a massive million-dollar question. But again, you know, this squad was announced today. There's a long time between now and the World Cup. Montemari actually has the final of the top ten still to play in. Maybe we'll see after that yeah. an opportunity. The centres, obviously we have the Italy 13, Juan Ignacio Brex for Benetton, Enrico Lucin of Zebre, Leonardo Marin, who we're just talking about, Tommaso Melancello, and Luca Marisi of London Irish. Now presumably here you're cutting them down to about three a max four. If Marin takes the sort of fly half position and can double up as a centre and you ditch a rare, you can take Tommy Allen, Paolo Garbisi and Leonardo Marin as fly half slash centre and then you take Brex, Menoncello and then for me it's a toss up between Lucine and Marisi. I'd probably pick Marisi if I had to ditch one. 
Yeah, I think so. But again, how good is it that in this camp, in this squad, they're going to have to fight it out? Yeah. You know, there's real competition here. That's what I love about this. It's exciting. And obviously, they're all gassed that they've been picked. But now it's like, well, guys, you can't just sit back and rest on your laurels. You've got to fight for if you want to get on the plane. And imagine how imagine how gutting that like you have you go through all the training camp, all of that, and then you don't get picked to go. Yeah. If you're young, it's okay. You'll get picked another time. But it's still gutting. Well, that's what it's all about. That's how you get the best out of these players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to play in New Zealand? That's just yeah. a game to, to tell your grandkids. Yeah. Play the All Blacks. Exactly right. And then we go on to the wings and fullbacks. We have Pierre Bruno of Zebre, 12 caps. Andrzej Capuzzo, everyone knows that name, Toulouse on 10 caps. Simona Jesse, who got his... Um, Jesse? Jesse, who got his uh, first cap in the Six Nations and has scored more tries for Zebre in a season than anyone has before. Uh, Monty Ioni, who's playing at the Melbourne Rebels. Federico Mori of Bordeaux, hasn't played much rugby for them, is leaving to go to another French club. Bayonne. Bayonne. He's off to Bayonne uh, for next season, also in the top 14. Paolo Adogu of Stade Francais, uncapped. They need to cap him quickly. Um, and Eduardo Padovani of Benetton. Now, look, I don't know why Maury's been picked. Maybe just because it's a training thing and yeah. we want to see what he can do. But come on now. Maury's no. barely played at Bordeaux. And to be honest, what he's done has been average. I'm really disappointed in Maury. I remember seeing him when he was like 18, 19 and going, fuck, he's going to be the best next thing coming and then he got lazy he got complacent i don't know but whatever it's not happened that was that defensive shit show against england but you know times change and let's see what he's got put him in the camp see what he can do interesting they've put him as a wing fullback he can also play center obviously massive man runs hard runs straight uh, there's going to be a bit of competition between the whippets, between Bruno and Jesse of yeah. Zebre. Uh, similar players. They're going to have to fight it out for a spot. And when I was talking about Monte Ioni of now of Melbourne Rebels, the Melbourne Rebels aren't playing very well. And to be honest, he doesn't look very happy playing mm. there. And there are rumours about him coming back <laughs> to... Europe. Rumours most likely that he'd be going to Lyon in France, but also maybe an Italian club. I don't know how an Italian club would afford him. What do you mean? But Benetton would... afforded him. Yeah, I know, but Benetton have put their hands in their pockets quite a lot since then. So we will see with him, but we're not talking about next season, but it'd be great to have him back in Europe because they would really like him for the Six Nations. And he's not able to do that when he's playing in Super Rugby. Yeah. There are two Super Rugby players on this squad, Hame Fiver at hooker and Ione at the wing. So there we have it. Those are the 46 players in the squad. The numbers were, from what I counted, 21 Benetton, 10 Zebre, 6 from the top 14 in France, 6 from the Premiership, 2 from Super Rugby and 1 from Pro I'm excited. I also hope that some of this changes. I hope they ditch BG and bring Parise in. Keep it positive. Positive, positive, positive. I am positive. I'm super excited. I think this is really cool. Well, the, yeah. This is a super exciting squad. That's why we did this last minute. Yeah. I think it says so much that particularly the, the players coming into the fold, the, the Dino Lambs and the Palo Doggers, that shows that people are behind this mission. People like what they see. Yeah. You know, people want to be a part of it. And that becomes a bit of a snowball. And that only makes a squad better. It only makes a team better. And then it just gets better and better and better and better and better. So we shall see how this goes. 
It'll be interesting to see when they whittle it down or when people drop out and they add people in. I don't know how that works. Can they cu- can they cut people halfway through training and be like, we're bringing you in instead? They could do whatever the hell they like. The yeah. thing I'm interested in is that this is such a competitive squad. The most competitive Italian squad there's ever been, I think. And they need to whittle it down by so much that I'm not sure this is going to be a very, or how friendly this camp can be. I think it's going to be very good. There's a lot there. No, but no, because normally Italian camps are very friendly. It's like a family. It's all that oh, vibe. Yeah, but they're all competitors. At the but end of the this day, is right? going to be so competitive. Well, this mm. is why we brought the young box in because they've got that that drive and that energy that the previous Italy, Italy setup didn't have. Mm. So they're going to be at each other's throats. I imagine. Yeah, it probably won't be very friendly. But at the end of the day, they're competitive athletes and they want to get to a World Cup and they want to play New Zealand and France and potentially get out of the group. I think it's going to be very good. I think God help anyone in the next Six Nations. I like that attitude, Coach. I love it. Love it. Right, well. And there's some warm-up games that obviously, uh, you know, we've just found out that the Japan pre-World Cup warm-up will be in Treviso, so we're trying to... End of August in Treviso. Never been to Treviso in the summer. No, I would like that. So maybe we'll plan that. Sorry, guys, but I've got my Italian lesson. (laughs) Good. Is there anything that made you mad today, Coach, or this week? Yeah, when you go to conference centres and they spend a lot of money on having the boardroom, the food, the fixtures, everything, and then they, they forget to turn the air conditioning on. It's hot. Why do they do that? <laughs> we paid for it. Turn it on. <laughs> Die in here. Anyway, that's, that's, that's... And that's what made Coach <laughs> mad this week. Right, guys, I think that's all we have time for. This was a rushed one that we wanted to just get in uh, off the back of this release. We're sat here drinking spritz in Soho. Apologies for the sound that will probably be way shitter than our normal podcast, but it's the first time we've recorded all three of us in a room. Right. Arrivederci. Grazie. Ciao. Be gone. Yeah, well, it starts in 10 minutes. Ciao a tutti. We'll be back soon. More spritz.